Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Happy Soul Podcast. My name is Melissa. And I am Sammy, and we are your hosts. This is a podcast about life, inspirational stories about facing life's challenges, rising through the obstacles to find happiness, success, abundance, and love. So grab yourself your favorite warm drink, get comfortable, and prepare to be inspired. I was going to say, so AJ and I were just talking, so this this post came up on my Instagram. This is the thing I was like, this is a really good topic for you and I to talk about. The concept of like, to put your kids on social media or to not put your kids on social media, like mm-hmm. before they're of social media age, you know what I mean? Like in terms of like, do I post about my young kids or do I not? And I was saying like, it's such a nuanced topic because for the longest time I was like, I'm not putting my kids on social media. Like they, it's, they, it's not their consent. I don't want their photos all over the internet. Like mm-hmm. I don't want them to grow up like that. And then I was like, okay, but I'm also posting for family and friends. Like, is it a public profile? Yes. But I'm also posting family and friends. So maybe I'll do like their faces only in stories and try to keep their faces out of posts. posts. I mean, I'm not perfect, but that's like the goal. But there's so much to it. And then and then and it's like, what case? Okay, so before I keep going, like, what are your thoughts on that topic? Like, what do you think about the topic? That's a tough one. It is tough because uh, it's tough because I see both sides. So I don't know if clearly is the right word, but like I follow a lot of family accounts who show their kids and I have no judgment of that. Mm-hmm. And then my kids do something and I'm like, I want the world to see this. And then I stop and then I'm like, oh, something just... I don't know. I don't like this. I don't know why I don't like this. I can't do it. And I, so like, I actually, so I have my personal page and I went back and forth between like private, public, (laughs) like I just kept going back and forth with it being private or public for a while. Um, Because like, maybe I would want to share something on my page and like, say I wanted to post something. I, I went to that Parkland Peonies and I like loved them and they say share anything that you want like any of the pictures you take share them with us and I'm like yeah absolutely and I go I'm like but I can't because it's a private page and even if you tag them in your story or whatever they don't see it because it's a private page right Mm, yeah so then I would like go public just for like 24 hours (laughs) it's just, just so that they could see the post and then I would go back to private like it was like not a smooth thing at all Cause I really did struggle with it. So I, for me personally, now I'm like, I have my private page that's for my friends and family and I can share whatever I want on there because I know like, it's a very small, so I, like I know, mm-hmm. and then, and then I share anything else on my, on my other pages. Like if it fits on our podcast page or my creative page, then, then I do that. But so now I don't like yeah I just I don't I just and part of that too like part of that too my husband is super private about private stuff like we had our healthcare stuff with our son when he was first born and my husband was like this has to this is his privacy we cannot be talking about this with a bunch of people because we just don't want people talk and we're in a small town and we just don't we just don't want that and I was kind of like, oh, never even thought about it. 
but it's given me a different, I'm on a big ramble here. Sorry. Oh, go, go. <laughs> it's given me a different, like that kind of gave me a different perspective. It kind of gave me like a, Oh, like I, it, I took pause by that. Cause I'm kind of an oversharer. Like I kind of, but I also don't see naturally the ugly side of oversharing, not that, that it's oversharing, but like, I might want to talk about that story to as many people as I can, because I want to talk about it, but I don't see how anybody could take that and, and make it negative, but mm-hmm. he does. And so that like perspective thing kind of gave me pause and made me realize like, Oh, okay. I'm press pause. And cause I'm on like such a ramble, but anyways, I, I just, um, I don't know. I, now I'm super cautious about putting my kids out there for kind of all the reasons. Like I'm kind of like, I don't know, something about somebody I follow once said somebody recognized their daughter out in public and she instantly felt this like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. That stranger knows who my daughter is. Like, oh, that just didn't feel right. Um, and then she went and you know how you how you can do on a public page you can make your close friends. Mm-hmm. Like if you have your public page and then you can make a po- uh, post in your stories that will only show up for your close friends. Yeah. She did that after that happened. Um, it either. Yeah. Anyways, I could be like, that was a long time ago. So I could be not telling it for like per- verbatim, but anyways. Yeah. So I've gone back and forth, back and forth. That was like the most long winded way to answer your question ever. And now that good. that's, that's what I, that's what I do now. I'm just like, pretty private about my kids on my public pages and then I share them on my private page and I don't know I just think there's there's so much about the internet that there's a lot of ugly side of the internet that I am I do not like thinking about and so if I'm not sharing them then I don't have to think about it as much and we're having kids growing up in this era is like we're gonna have to think about that soon enough yeah I would like to live in this blissful ignorance for a little while longer. <laughs> yeah. Know? Like well, I like to be very choosy about what I uh, consume on the internet for that reason too. But anyways, tell me your thoughts on it. That was a no, really long ramble. <laughs> no, no, I appreciate it. I'm kind of very similar, um, but I have like battling thoughts on it. Like on one hand, I'm like, <clears throat> I didn't want to share them at all because I was like exactly that. Like, I don't want to, to interview their privacy. They haven't consented to this. I don't want their photos going to the wrong place. I don't want people taking it wrong. I don't want people to recognize them in public. Like that's a really weird one for me. Mm-hmm. And so then it's like, well, you could also post their face, but not their name, which I know some people do in that regard. And then you can, but then you have to keep it straight, right? You have to make sure. Yeah. So like, I try to do that. I, tr- I try to not use, sometimes I use their names in stories. I try not to use their names in stories, but it happens. And yeah. Or I try not to use them in posts kind of thing, but it happens. I try not to, but it happens. And um, so there's that piece of it. But then I also think like, you know, there's all these people out there, like let's go with Busy Toddler, for example, who's got like a million plus followers and all three of her kids are very publicly on there. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like, I don't know. She's never mentioned that she's had negative experiences with that. And yeah. so it's like, I don't know. I think maybe if my kids were on their own more often, it would be, you know, if my kid took a bus to school, if my kid was spending time in an after school program, like 
those kinds of situations, maybe I would be more cautious about it because then you never know who's going to show up and claim they know your kid. Right. They also have to know what school they go to and all that kind of stuff. But Mm -hmm. so like the biggest worry for me was the people finding them online and then finding you in real life kind of thing. Because the other things I've thought of that are like concerns for your kids' photos on the internet is obviously pedophile stuff but we're not gonna so that's the worst case scenario I think um but I also but the other two people will take I've heard stories of people like taking other people's kids photos and they'll like you know they'll follow you and they'll take all the photos you post of your kid and then they'll have their own account and it's like they don't have a kid and they're sharing these photos like it's their own kid and it's like yeah and I'm like I mean that's just funny like they're not hurting anybody it's weird weird but like, it's kind of funny. They're not hurting anybody. It's just weird. They're it pretending is. this digital kid is their kid. Like, it's, I don't know. And then the other one is like where people will take pictures of babies and there's like websites you can go to apparently that are like, it says that your baby's up for adoption. Circling back, I saw this post and it was like things we need to think about before we post pictures of our kids on social media and things that have been normalized. And it's and like taking, say? pardon? What did it say? It was like taking, I can't remember them all, but taking photos and videos of embarrassing moments, you know, like potty training, things like that, or in the, in the bath where they're like naked or, um, you know, kids sick, kids injured, mm-hmm. kid, like things like the kids having tantrums and you're posting it for, and everything was like, you're doing this for content, for content, for content. And I'm like, totally, if you're taking that photo, cause you're, or video, I think it's, it's all dependent on your, where you're coming from. Right. If yeah. one person takes a video of their kid having a tantrum, a meltdown, and that person is also a parenting educator, and they're doing that video to help you to help you see how they walk through this moment with their child, how they help them so yes. that you can learn. When that child is an adult, most likely they're going, is it a little embarrassing? Sure. But like not your three, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm most likely they're going to be like, my parent was helping people. Like they were helping people be better parents because they shared this video. If you're taking that exact same video and you're like, look at this freaking kid. Like, look how ridiculous they're being. Like, this is so insane. Then you're making yeah. fun of your child. Yeah. That's a problem. If it's coming from a place of respect for your child as a human being, or yeah. are you making fun of them? Like you make not this might sound harsh, but you're making fun of them the same way you post pictures making fun of your dog. You know, when people post those pictures where they put the sign on the dog, like, have you seen those? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I agree with you. Like, where are you coming from? Because I also consume that side of the internet where, like, I follow Busy Toddler and Big Little Feelings. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I love those girls. and And I follow that for that purpose. Like we're learning from this where it's helping people in a positive way, or like even just seeing the normal side of life a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know, like when people are sharing that stuff and it's showing the normal side of life or, you know, there's cute things that, that other people that post cute things that their kids do. And I'm like, I'm looking at it. I'm hitting the like button. I love it. And I'm like, Sometimes it's inspiring. Sometimes it just makes you feel normal about what's going on in your world. I like that. Yeah. And I, you know, like, that's where I'm like, I have no judgment about that stuff. I just don't know if it's for for me and my family, but yeah, judgment on, but I agree with you. Like if it's coming from a place of respect and if it's coming from a, um, yeah, if it's, if it's coming from a good place, then it, that's a lot better. 
I think because you're normalizing it, right? Like, you yeah. know, you're normalizing that all children have tantrums. So when your child has kids or is around kids, they can also see a video of themselves doing this thing at that age. And they're like, oh, it's just a normal thing. You know, like how many of us are embarrassed to go to the grocery store when our kid is having an absolute meltdown because we're like, oh my gosh, they everybody thinks I'm a horrible parent. Mm. And meanwhile, like people without kids are like, what is happening? And people with kids are like, been there. I get it. Do you need a hand? Can you I know? help you? Can I help you? So it's just normal. It's it's such a mix because it's like on one hand, I don't want my kids on the internet. But on the other hand, like it depends on the content. And it like, you know, I was thinking like there was a video I posted ages ago of Rory with his head stuck in a kid's potty like he got right it's so I didn't even have Instagram when I took that video I didn't have Instagram and I didn't post on Facebook I had Facebook but I never posted on Facebook I had been on ages so I didn't take that video to go and share it with the world I took that video because it was freaking hilarious and I wanted to show AJ and I wanted to one day be like dude look what you did you know what I mean? Oh my God. Totally. We're not taking necessarily videos to make fun of our children in a public capacity. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it happens and sometimes it's just funny. And you think about it. People are like, this is only new since social media. We're the first generation to take videos of our children to make fun of them. Uh, mm-hmm. America's Funniest Home Video. I, I was just going to say a- <laughs> AFB. Yeah, AFB. Yes. I used to love that show. You're absolutely right. <laughs> And but I love that show. And like most of it's kids. It's either kids doing some ridiculous thing or a kid doing something to an adult. That is a ridiculous thing. And yeah. you even go before that and we go to kids say the darndest things. Totally. Which is, I mean, they're not doing silly things, but they're saying funny things. Mm-hmm. Totally. So it's always been a thing. It's just now there's a greater capacity to make it public. And, you know, like it's yeah. no different. Our parents would show anyone and everybody they could an album of the most ridiculous photos they could get of us the home video comes on when you bring a date home what the come on it's always been a thing it's just now it's at a greater capacity and so it's like we can't judge parents for doing what every parent has always done since cameras were ever a thing for what they're doing because it's it's normal to want to take these videos and photos of your child and share them with humans totally it's just now the capacity to share is greater yeah totally it's like it's it's easier to it's easier to release it and it's easier to consume it so it's just on a greater scale and unfortunately that comes with pros and cons right that's a, this is the whole reason people are even talking about this is because it comes with like you know it comes with the dark side of the internet like I can't, I mean, my, sorry, I'm going back a little bit. My mind is just blown about this whole like fake kids. That it just blows my mind. What the heck, guys? Mm-hmm. I know it's wild. It's wild. Some of the stuff things like, people do. Oh man, that's wild. I mean, that's I. I just can't imagine. I just can't. I, I just can't imagine (laughs) but like you know what I mean though like if if you posted your child and I went and took your photos I was like this kid's cute I'm gonna pretend this kid's mine number one like it's kind of like the copying thing like they're copying you because you did good work and they want to be just like you (laughs) like just means you can kid so they're stealing your kid because you got a really freaking cute kid and they want to pretend it's their kid so like first off take it as a compliment 
Second off, yeah, so just report them and they'll get in trouble. Like it's fine. You know, not actually like as long as you're your physical address and your child is not in danger yeah exactly and weird thing like it's just there's so many new things that go along with all of this that totally another point I thought of when I was talking to AJ Mm -hmm. most of these people and I could be wrong almost anybody I'm fairly confident there's a select few who probably wouldn't agree with me on this and it would be the opposite but almost anybody in the world if somebody from a modeling agency walked up to them with their child as a baby toddler infant and said your child is beautiful be a perfect model please bring them to our agency they would be a model almost any parent would be like absolutely and bring their child in for for child modeling and guess what happens to your child's photos when they are a child model it is dispersed amongst the world it is it is there in those in those files to be used for whatever i mean obviously there's some approval that goes along but that's the same thing as your kid being on social media so if you would be okay with your kid being a child model that's also against their consent they're not saying yes to it and even if they are saying yes to it they don't actually know what they're saying yes to yet Mm -hmm. so think of it that way like if you would be okay with that then it's okay for you to post them if it's if you wouldn't be okay with that then there's your answer. That's a that's a really good point. I that just gave me like when you said that I I stopped because my mom just watched that movie. What was that movie that just came out? Oh my god, I don't remember what it's called, but it was about it's about child trafficking. Okay. And I did I haven't seen the movie yet. I haven't heard of it. So you're one up. Have on you heard movie. of it? There's no. like a big controversy about why it took so long to get out and all of this stuff, but. Um, it's shining a light on child trafficking. And one of the things that one of the ways that these traffickers, this is one of the things they're using is, and this is from what I gather, this is like my mom watched the movie. She came back and she told me about it. So please, if somebody is listening to this and they're like, I just watched this movie, you've got it wrong. I didn't actually watch the movie yet. (laughs) So this is like, don't judge if this is like, I'm butchering the, um, if I'm, if I'm not saying everything right, but Okay, so basically they're saying that this is happening kind of in South America a lot. It happens all over the world, but that that exactly what you're saying, they do that, but the parents aren't allowed in and they say, come back for your kid at five and the kid and the parent comes back to an empty building and their kid's gone. Oh my God, I have no idea. And they take their kids and what's happening. And, and this is what, again, somebody's seen it, please correct me, but this happens all over the world. There's all sorts of different ways that this is happening, but this was focusing on this kind of transaction where children are getting stolen in South America and brought a lot of them to the States and they're being trafficked into sex trafficking rings. And it's awful. I had no idea about that when I said my statement about child models. Isn't that that unreal? Isn't that unreal? Because you're right. You go like, oh, what? And what's awful about it is they're going into, sorry, this is just a hairpin turn. They're going into an area that people are needing income 
Mm-hmm. And somebody comes up and says, you have a beautiful child. We would like them to be a model and you're going to get this much money. And you're like, right? Like, it's easy to say you'd never do that, but you're struggling to put food on the table and that opportunity presents itself to you. I can't imagine just leaving your child though. Like, No, I can't either. I can't either. It just makes me like sick. Like my mom was telling me the one story, it was a single dad and he came back and his kids were gone. And he was just like beside himself. Oh, it just gives me heebie-jeebies. Cry <laughs> while I sit here. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said that. The reason I, I'm going to cry now, I feel horrible for saying that. Because- no, 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 no. Because it's a whole different, that's a completely different, it's different. I just took that as like, oh yeah, that just reminded me of this thing. But it's a completely different thing because you're not saying it in that capacity. You're saying like, if you were okay with your child legitimately being a model. Yeah. But right? I said that you were because- saying it in a different light. It wasn't the same thing. But I said that because when I was a kid, I don't remember how old I was, but I remember the situation. I was at the Disney store. And someone came up to me and said, where are your parents? And I said, those are my parents. And they walked out to my parents and gave them a modeling card. And then I went to a modeling thing. My mom was with me. She came with me for the whole thing. And I went to a thing, but I was way too shy. And so that's why that came to me. (laughs) Oh my God. It was totally legit. But I was and this is what I'm saying is like, there are, that happens legitimately. I'm like, (laughs) it happened to you legitimately. Uh But they're using that as their like, and the worst, not the worst part. I hate saying that. Every time I say that, I'm like, no, that's not the worst part, though. One of the worst parts about it is it's a woman. So everybody feels trusting because it's not some dirty old man coming and saying, oh, you're little babies. Like, it's a woman who looks trustworthy. So you know, mine are- was a man, actually. Was it? <laughs> was a man oh my god and I will not forget I just I was really sh- I mean I don't know if I was actually shy or it was taught to me that I was supposed to be shy and oh my god I remember the guy coming up to me and he asked me where my parents were and I pointed to them they were not far they were just like 10 feet behind me in the Disney store oh and they went up and then I remember we went to this appointment and they asked me to like walk up and down a hallway and I was it took me like five minutes to feel comfortable enough to walk up and down the hallway and they were like she's too shy sorry <laughs> oh my god but I'm like it's that's why I said that as an example because my parents were like yeah fuck yeah, yeah you want to go be a child model sure yeah <laughs> Do it. totally totally oh. I'm sure like there are child models out there like there's, the gap has child models like it's not like it's a thing that doesn't happen legitimately it's not like you know and who I we don't know who those kids are <laughs> yeah their pictures and pretending they're oh, man. Their kids Oh my god. That's so wild. And my heart breaks for any parent. Like my heart breaks for a parent that does that. Oh, you just would never like I just yeah. I do want to see it's one of those movies that's like you want to see it and you don't at the same time, mm-hmm. right? I do want to see it. They just showed it in High River and it was like this. And there's a whole like we could dive into it. I don't know all the details, so I don't I can't because I don't know all the details, but there's a whole thing about it taking a really long time to like I guess it was ready for release like five years ago and they've just been having to jump through hoops in order to release it and people are saying that the reason is that the people that are like there are guilty parties in big like there's rich dude guilty parties basically 
like rich dudes that are that are buying these girls or children for awful purposes and rich american dudes like i mean that's like whoever that i'm terrible at following the news the dude who was just recently arrested and died in jail for that stuff and he was a really rich dude pardon was it weinstein yeah that guy yeah (sighs) yeah who's the other one that other one on netflix that i watched the rapper guy oh shoot i don't know i'm terrible with documentaries i see them and i'm like oh i want to watch that but i like need to have my brain on to watch movies like that it was a hard one it was like it was a hard watch and i'm pretty sure i watched it pregnant which is weird oh my god now i need to look it up it's the guy who sung the song on space jam which is weird that I even know that because I, I didn't ever watch that movie, but I was a big Michael Jordan fan. Um, Kelly, Kelly. Something. Oh, R. Kelly. Thank you. There it is. Whoa, that took me way too late. Yeah, it was a fascinating documentary, honestly. Interesting. Crazy. It's, it's weird. It's not like it's disturbing, but it's not like you can watch it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like I'm not going to sleep for a month if I watch this like it's just but I mean I watched it this was I think I was pregnant with Harper so this was four years ago I think when I watched it um but it's really interesting and super it's wild how he has gotten like I don't I'm watching this I'm like how the hell is this guy still free like how is he not in jail I just I don't understand how he's got like it's all the things that R. Kelly has done yeah oh and like people coming forward like his victims coming forward and speaking about it and like the stories of how he's gotten away with what he's gotten away with and it's basically like public perception that he's looked like he's looked like a good guy and even when he wasn't like he he admits things that he should go to jail for in songs that we've all listened to on the radio vomit like we've all listened to this shit we've all listened to it and in his lyrics, he is he is admitting to chargeable offenses. How the hell is he not in jail? What the hell? It's because when people tell you the really crazy shit, no one believes you. When you are willing to willingly admitting these horrible things, people don't believe you. They think you're joking. Right. And so like that's the crazy part. That's I didn't know that. Now I gotta now, now I gotta you gotta watch, watch it. it. You gotta it's watch like it. Bill Crosby. You know, he didn't admit to things. But like same thing, right? He seemed like this wholesome, genuine, like backyard dad, and apparently not. But I also think there's a piece. Now, this is gonna be a really controversial statement. So, and it's a really hard one for me to swallow. Maybe we'll cut this part out. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um <laughs> I also think there's a piece that is most people who are success, not all most people that are highly successful in any capacity in any endeavor in any whatever got there because they are okay with breaking the rules and they are okay with stepping on other people to get there in whatever capacity that might be maybe that's taking advantage of people maybe that's actually whatever interesting I honestly think that because you hear so many I don't think it's all people don't get me wrong I do think there are very many people who do great work and they get there wholesome and genuinely. I just think that a lot of them don't. And I didn't used to think that I like to believe in the good in the world. I like to believe that everyone 
just wants to spread love and joy. That's what I'd like to believe. But you see so many stories like this between Bill Crosby, this guy, Weinstein dude, even like you, even like things that aren't quite so bad, like, or I guess there was like a, I don't, AJ would know the name of this guy, um, a, a producer or director who, you know, he wouldn't tell women that they had to sleep with him to get roles, but they knew that if they slept with him, they would get these roles kind of thing. And so it's like, he didn't say it, but he said it with his actions. Right. Yeah. And so like, thing, and he had really great movies. And so like things like that, like, you know, that that's a line, but you're crossing it anyways to get yeah. some ass in this so situation. Much. Right. And also to make these movies. And so things like that, like it's, and also the stories, you know, people who are willing to do things that are like, not quite on it but they're really telling the line right like there's people who were like i don't have an ethics line let's just do whatever but there's other people who were like just tell the line it's just kind of unethical but not really unethical so like they do it right and so it's i honestly think that that's i think that's a big make or break for people like i think people at the top and people at the bottom a lot of them live in that world yeah because there's lots of people who are really, 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 really poor. And they will also do the same things to survive. Yeah. But most of the people in the middle don't. Now, there's also people on the top and the bottom who are really, really great people. Yeah. But. Yeah. And have all done mostly like all ethical things to get where they are. Mm-hmm. I just think that that's your desperate and your desperation calls for whatever you need to do. And you will do that to survive or to thrive and be bigger than everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Like that does, if you're, if you're acting out of desperation or if you're acting out of authenticity. Yeah. Ooh, my face just said like, when you said I, know. Like, I don't like thinking like, that because I like to ugh. believe that all the people are good, but totally. I'm with you. I'm with you. You want to believe. And that's, I think that's what happens. Like people like us that are like, everybody's beautiful and everybody's, you know, like, and then you hear somebody like Bill Crosby and you're like, what? Like that guy? If like, something comes out bad about Tom what? Hanks, I will actually die. Like, if ever something came out that Tom Hanks is not as amazing as I think he is, I'm I'm just gonna be crushed. Like, I just love him so much. I just I couldn't take it. I actually it makes me want to cry right don't now. Tell me, don't, don't tell, tell me. me. I don't want to know if Tom <laughs> Hanks is bad. He's too wonderful. <laughs> so sweet oh I wonder I was just trying to think when you said that like do I have one of those I'm sure I do but none that I can think of right now Dick Van Dyke's another one if something came out bad about Dick Van Dyke we got we got Tom Cruise not Tom Cruise Tom Cruise no First of all, not Tom Cruise weird shit has happened <laughs> definitely not Tom Cruise Tom Hanks Dick Van Dyke and uh Sean Connery mm. If anything came out bad about those people, well, mostly Tom Hanks, but Dick Van Dyke's next, Sean Connery, but Tom Hanks, just like, like, it's over my face. It's over. My life is over. If Tom Hanks ends up being a bad person, my life is actually over. I'm I'm done. I don't know him. I've never met him. Like he, I'm not, I'm not a celebrity person. I'm not like, I'm just not like that. Yeah. But like, I think Tom Hanks, maybe I might be a little bit. I'm not, I'm trying to think if I have if I have one. I know I must. I'm gonna think about it after this conversation and be like, oh that one, that one. Yeah. 
Like, there's lots of actors that, like, I love their movies. And I'm like, yeah, like, whenever there's a Ryan Reynolds movie out, AJ's like, I can't watch that till Sammy can watch it with me. Like, I know she's going to want to watch it. Or things like that. And, like, I love their movies. But, like, if I saw them in person, I'd be like, yeah, you're just a dude. Or you're just a chick. Yeah. Like, I also love Sandra Bullock. And I love Julia Roberts. Yeah. I'm really old. But I love those people. I and right but if I saw them in person I'd be like you're I really like your movies you're a really great person in movies I don't know you but like I like yeah. your movies yeah but if I met Tom Hanks I'd be like ah, I'm gonna pass you're in out front of me right now <laughs> oh my god you're my hero he's just, pretty amazing he is yeah I yeah. just said apparently he just wrote a book and I was like Tom Hanks wrote a book I <laughs> need I this book pre-order that i mean listen to it <laughs> okay i said no um oh sorry go i was gonna say on that spotify thing that i sent you that link that they were like here's tips to grow your podcast oh one yeah of, so one of, oh my gosh it's fine it just sent me an email oh because i meant to say the other thing one of the things that it said in there is if you talk about anything in your podcast when you release it like when you release a clip of it tag those things in your episode like in your oh. thing right so when here we could take julie roberts we could take <laughs> hanks we could take <laughs> We can take all the Three people. Weinstein? Just kidding. Just <laughs> kidding. Hey, hey, hey. Why not? I mean. Oh, God. Oh, America's so Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> Busy Toddler. Yes. Oh, my God. I love this girls. I think that I'm, like, I'm more starstruck about, not that I wouldn't be, like, I mean, put somebody in front of me, I guess, and I'll see how I react, but. I feel that feeling, that starstruck kind of feeling about travel, like about, like I felt that feeling when I saw the Mona Lisa, when I saw the Eiffel Tower, Mm -hmm. when I saw the Coliseum, like those things for me gave me that feeling like that, like, like when Notre Dame burnt, I was in tears, (laughs) which I don't know, makes me sound ridiculous, but like I remember, do you remember when we were bartending and you will have to cut out her name because I probably wouldn't have permission to say this. Uh, maybe you'll just know who I'm talking about, but we had a client who was a friend as well, who was in tears when Michael Jackson died. I don't remember. Do you remember that? And like, not to say that that wasn't awful and it wasn't sad um but that was me when Notre Dame was burning down (laughs) very emotional when that stuff was happening so I don't know but I was gonna say before um I am almost finished Viola Davis's book okay she's incredible like if there was ever a book to listen to like I listened to a podcast with her and I was like I need to hear this voice more like I need to hear her more and I just am almost done listening to her book. And she's just, she's amazing. I don't like, know who she is. Um, She, I'm just going to hear, I'm going to bring up a picture of her and you're going to know. While you're bringing that up, I'm going to talk yeah. about this. I don't think I'm starstruck with Tom Hanks. Like, I don't think I'd be like, oh my God, I love you so much. I'm <laughs> not going to cry. Like, you're my dad. Like, that's how I feel about yeah. Tom. Like, it's not like, you know what I mean? It's not because he's famous. I yeah. actually just think that he is the most wholesome human being. Yeah. So, yeah. And I love his movies. Yes. Does that make sense? Maybe totally that's starstruck. I don't yeah. know. I, I no, wouldn't it, be like, I'm like, I can't talk to you because you're so amazing. I would just be like, I don't know. Yeah, totally. Okay. So here's her picture. Um, 
she was in um I mean her I think the biggest thing I mean the thing that I saw her in at first thing that I saw her in was the help but she was the star in how to get away with murder and she's got a long list of like a million other things but um this is her picture and you would probably know her voice okay do you do you recognize her no there oh yeah okay yeah, yeah. and her voice is just amazing <laughs> she has been through more in her life than like i'm listening to her story and i'm just like gobsmacked like you know when you were just talking about the two different types of people she's the good she's the one that worked her she worked her ass off to get where she is mm -hmm. but she she came from very little and worked very hard and is a person who you can tell just listening to her speak about her life that she became an actor because she loves the art of acting yeah, not for any other reason like she did not she talks very directly about like how hard it, it was to get to where she was and how hard it was to start making money and even like you look at these actors and you think like well they're so lucky because they have so much money but she's talking about like the percentage of people from when she started acting to where she is now and the percentage of people that actually do make it that far and how hard it is to get there and what they have to go through before that unless you're like one of the lucky ones that you know just yeah. ends up in something big but like what she went through to get there is like that's what weeds people out because people yeah. just not want to have to go through that like rat infested apartments and like just scraping by and just she just is so passionate about the art of acting that she interesting no, i'm curious let's do it she's amazing that sounds interesting but i mean like uh not that it's the same story because i don't know her story um and i only know bits and pieces about these stories but like you know, Jim Carrey's story about like writing himself a check. Do you know that story? Uh, I think I've heard it, but just a little bit like that. He, he wrote himself a check for a million dollars and he was like, I'm not going to, like, I'm going to get a check for a million dollars for a movie for one movie. And um, it was like, he tried out for a movie. I don't, might've been Dumb and Dumber or really? Ace Venture. I can't remember what the order is. One of them he tried out for and they rejected him. And then he did the other one. Oh, yeah. And it went, it blew up. And then he got rehired back for the one that he had tried out for, for a million dollars. <gasps> or something like, something like that. I might have that. Yeah. But it was something like that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just yeah. wanted to look this up and see which one came first. I just, it's funny you just brought him up because I'm a big fan of Jim Carrey. I really like him. Um, I just saw a thing. He popped up onto my Instagram. He's announcing his retirement and he, and the girl that was interviewing him, God knows how old this news is. I don't know. I don't follow stuff very closely, but me neither. Um, this girl that was interviewing was like, basically like, you're shitting me, right? Like, is this a joke? And he was like, no, I, you won't hear very, and I loved this line. He said, you won't hear very many people in my trade saying this. And I'm not saying I'm done, 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 because if something comes to me and I feel like it's important for people to see it, I'm not going to say no to that. Like if it's like he said some amazing line, like if it's written in gold and 
you know, it's speaking to me and I feel like it's really important that people see it, then I might consider it, but I have enough. I've done enough. I am enough. And I was like, just goosebumps. Like, yes, that is incredible. Like, isn't that like, whoa. Yeah. That's amazing. Anyways. Pretty cool. Yeah. I always wonder that, like when you see actors who like, you know, are making bank, who, you know, have plenty. It's like, and I don't mean this to say that they're greedy. I would just love to know, like, do you do it still because you just love acting so much? Do you do it still because you actually are shitty with your money and you still need money? Do you do it still because you maybe take your money and you send it to some charity, but you just, and you love acting, right? Like what? If you really love the act, the, the art of acting, if you really yeah. love the, yeah. Cause you don't need more money mm-hmm. because you've made so much bank. Mm-hmm. Like why, what do you, well, why do you do it? And I don't mean yeah. that like rudely, like, why do you do it? No. I mean, like genuinely, like I would actually love to have what, that conversation. What calls you to say yes. When, when a script comes across, are you looking at the dollar figure? Or are you looking at like, I really want to play this part. Or are you looking at it? Like, like what he's saying, like, I think this is an important thing for people to see. Yeah. Are you like, what's, yeah. What yeah. makes you excited about it? Same goes for music, you know, like I or think is about it like- that often with, with bands sometimes, because there are bands that, <laughs> sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say before you have to, or is it like you see, like, you know, what you said, like, it's important people see this, or this is a part you've always wanted to play, or it's a part that's never come across for you. That's a, a character you've always wanted to play, but have never had the opportunity to like, what is your why? Like, what is the why as to why you what pick these why? things? If you don't need the money, clearly, what is it? Because when you get into acting or any any job, you are actually showing up for the money. No matter how much you like it, mm-hmm. you are showing up for the money. Mm-hmm. Most jobs, you get paid to continue to show up. When you're an actor, you do a movie, you make a bunch of money, when you're a good actor, right? You make a bunch of money and you get little bits off of it. Well, not always, but sometimes you get little bits off of it. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, so what is that? You know, if you're getting paid $6 million for your movie, I mean, like, I don't know what kind of lifestyle you live, but you need to live a really ridiculously extravagant lifestyle for $6 million to not go a long way. Right. Especially after you've made 10 $6 million movies. And some right. people make $40 million on a movie. Like, right. it's ridiculous, right? And so it's like, I'm not saying there's not lots of things like obviously there's so much more that you can purchase that is beyond what I know but Mm -hmm. yeah what is your why for still showing up so are you going to the music thing that you were talking about musicians oh I was just saying the same it's the same thing I think about that with musicians and now I'm going to sound old but there are bands that are continuing from when we were younger and they're continuing and some that have said they're retiring and like actually signed contracts saying we're never going to play again and then all of a sudden they're playing again and I'm like I want to know that I want to know the why this Mm -hmm. is very suspicious to me like it kind of seemed a little cheesy (laughs) to be honest like kind of but then there are also some that like I'm thinking of two specifically there's also a band that was big when we were growing up that is still big that is still touring and I have nothing but the utmost respect for this guy these guys but I just it's like I I feel like as an from a fan's perspective these two bands I feel like their why is becoming very evident the more time goes on like 
the more time goes on, I'm looking at this one band and I'm thinking, should I just say who it is? Yeah, you should. Okay. So Pearl Jam. I knew Pearl Jam. I knew one was Pearl Jam, obviously. Did you? Oh yeah. You talk about Pearl Jam all the time. Do I? I like Eddie better. I also love Pearl Jam. He might be that guy for me. Like he has to be a good guy. He just has to. I just like, and the, the, the whole band, I just, they have, I feel like their why is very evident in how they're doing what they do. They're like super outspoken and passionate about keeping prices down so that they're, I know, I know I've said it before, but I'm not so laughing all, at that. I'll tell you what I'm laughing at later. Keep going. <laughs> all of those things. Right. And like, just in like their set list is always changing and they've got this really cool, like on a marketing perspective, their marketing is really cool. Like it gets people excited about seeing them and going to different cities to see them and that kind of thing. And then you have a band like, and I'm a fan of both bands, so don't, but then you have a band like Motley Crue who's retired more than once and their set list is the same bloody set list. They will not play anything off of their like, they play the same effing thing every time. Now they're being slammed with all this accusation of airbanding basically to themselves. Like they're not actually playing up there. They're acting up there is what they're being slammed with now. And there's like all of this controversy about that. And just the fact that they're like, they came back, they signed a contract, which seems weird to me. Like why they signed a contract saying like, nope, this is it. We're totally retired. We're done. And then they come back. And they're doing this big stadium tour and there's like a ton of controversy around them. But there's also like this, like, I feel like their why is is showing up. Like, it looks to me like their why is just like, well, we may as well keep riding the money train because why wouldn't we? Like, mm. why wouldn't we just keep playing and keep making more money until we can't anymore, until we can't sell the seats out anymore? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know if I want to put this out to the public, this opinion, or to be honest with you, but it just feels to me like it just feels icky to me. Like I'm watching, I'm like, but I've seen all of that now. Like I've seen the set list. I've seen the, why are you doing this still? Mm. Why are you doing this? Like they went on this big thing and, and got a lot of money from people going to the last show and all of this stuff was like this big deal going to the last tour, all this stuff. And now it's like, now you're back again. And I don't know. It just feels. Yeah. Like you want to, you wonder, I don't know. You wonder like, is it, is it, well, did you miss playing? Maybe you really miss playing. Maybe you thought I'm done. But they hate each other too. Oh yeah. That's not fun. Like they hate each other. They don't, they, in the off season, they're not hanging out. They're, they're in lawsuits against each other. It was obviously for money then. Like they don't even, that's the part that I hate. Cause I'm with you. I'm like, rainbows and stars and everybody loves each other and then to find out that they really hate each other I'm like oh that kind of that makes me feel sad like I don't like hearing that I don't like hearing this like you know they're slamming each other and like unfollowing each other and it's like this big deal because somebody unfollowed somebody else on Instagram and I'm like oh for goodness sake there are so many more important things going on in the world than that I don't need to know you know like uh, anyways sorry no no it's okay but yeah you would, like, what is your why like you would love to just sit down and like not interview them like to be released but just like genuinely yeah. be like yeah what is your why why are oh. you still playing are, did did you miss it 
Is yeah. this for the lawsuit? Like, yeah. I actually just want to know. And then I actually want to know. Right? Like, I, like, why do you still play? Do you still play for money because you charge so little? Do you actually just love playing so much? Like what? Cause you know, you hear people who talk about like tours are a lot of work. They're exhausting yeah. Yeah. You know, away from your family. I can't imagine. But maybe it's like, it sucks when you have young kids, but then when you're older, it's a blast, you know, it's great. You know, I don't know. Maybe you quit for a bit and then you're like, I actually love that. I should go back and do it again. I didn't I like know. doing it for money. I want to do it for fun now, but I still have yeah. to be able to be at a, at a stadium. Right. Like, I don't know. I don't know. And, and I hope it's that answer, but it doesn't look like that for them. Like it doesn't, if that is the answer, that's not reading through. On the, <laughs> so it doesn't seem like that. And like, I, I don't want to say like, like Nikki six has been massively outspoken about his sobriety and he's an advocate for sobriety. And, and you, when you follow him and he, and you hear his story and you hear him talking about that, it's incredible. And I love that he's using his platform for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to slam him for that. Like, I think that's really amazing. But on a business side with the band, uh, it just seems, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't, it's not inspiring to me right now. It just feels a little, I don't know. Yeah. You know what else I wonder about Hollywood? Musicians and 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 actors and actresses alike. Yeah. Is they all stay single for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Like, especially the men, I mean, the women too, but like, they don't, they're not getting married till their mid to late thirties and having babies into their thirties. And I don't think that's bad, but I just wonder. Motley Crue's exempt from that one, but everybody else. Yeah. Pardon me. It said Motley Crue's exempt from that one. I think there's like 30 divorces and marriages between the four of them. They've been married and divorced so many times, but anyway, but, but keep going. Not all of them are there. I mean, like, also, oh, let's totally. go back to this. Like, Tom Hanks, I'm pretty sure, married Rita Wilson really young. Yeah, I just saw a thing on that. And they've been married for, like, like ever. ever. Yeah. And same with Hugh Jackman. He married his wife really young. Um, and they've been together for forever. And they're happily married. As far as I know. I mean, I don't know. But um, what do I know? <laughs> Social media and news. Oh. But things, like, there, there, there's exceptions. I'm not saying that all of them. But, you know, you think of, like, yeah. like, like Zac Efron. He's like 33 and he's still single. And I'm like, he is a very attract. I mean, he's not like super my jam, but like he's an obviously totally attractive good young guy. male. Pardon me? Yeah, totally a good looking guy. Totally good looking guy, right? Attractive young male. Uh, obviously makes bank, um, <laughs> you know, and single. And it's like, I mean, I know that he also had like some drug issues and stuff like that. But it's like, is it the drug issues or the alcohol or camera, what his is, but... Is it that that keeps them single for a really long time? Are they actually just assholes? Do they put off having relationships so that they can play these single male roles and they don't, they're not like, you know, kissing girls on screen and have a spouse backstage? Like what, like why, why does this happen so often? Because like, I know Tom Hanks and Hugh Jackman, once they were married, they didn't play roles for the most part where they had to have romantic scenes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying they never had them, but yeah. they have very few of them. They don't have, like, I mean, somebody's probably a bigger fan than me and go can go find the movie that proves me wrong. But from my understanding, like, even in The Greatest Showman that Hugh Jackman just did, at the very end of the movie, he kisses his wife, like his movie wife. Mm-hmm. But apparently, like, she's there for, like, the zoom in. But, like, the actual kissing scene is Hugh Jackman's actual wife. No! Yeah! I- so like they he didn't kiss 
the other girl. Like they'll do like pecs, right? They'll do like pecs on screen and stuff, but they don't do like real makeup. And think of all of Tom Hanks's most recent movies. Like none of them require romantic scenes in the last like- I have to look into this. No, at I'm least like- 15 years. Cause like, when did he do- <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You're like, he I mean, did like Tom Hanks has like male sleepless in Seattle ages ago though. Ages ago. In 93, 93 and 98. You've got males 98. So he married Rita Wilson in 88. Yeah. That's amazing. I know. Right. I love that. You know what I've always wondered with this? Tom Hanks to be on our podcast. We love you. <laughs> At least I do. Imagine. At least I do. Sorry, go ahead. I've always wondered if it must be difficult as a celebrity to find authentic love and keep it because would it be hard? I have no idea. Clearly, I have no experience being in that position, but I've always wondered if it would be hard. How do you know if you're if you're connecting to some with somebody on a on an authentic level how do you know they're not just marrying you to get to their next role or because you're a bigger celebrity than they are and that now they're going to be tied in with you or money or whatever like how do you know that this is actually I I feel like it would be hard to trust somebody like hard to know that they're really being real or even being there you are both being yourself and not being a character that you played one time yeah Yeah. like that would be very hard I like I genuinely I'm 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 saying that like genuinely like I Mm -hmm. I don't want to sound like I actually think that would be hard and I've thought about that lots like I see like the way I see that I saw I just saw this thing with Tom Hanks and Rita like I just saw something and I didn't realize that they were married which is silly like they've been married for forever and I love her too by the way um and I was looking at pictures and I just thought like oh that is so I love that like yeah I know it's crazy and so it's like you I really want to know like how does that obviously like I mean the same can be said for the general population why are some people married young and some people marry old I don't know it's just personalities but I just think in Hollywood there's this extra layer oh my god adding on to that totally Um, yeah there would be like yeah absolutely because I mean you and I are example of that how old are you were you when you got married uh I was 27 but I met AJ when I was 19. We need to do, I want to do an episode where we talk about where we met and all, when we met and all of that stuff. Me and you? Yeah. Yeah, me too. That was a really good conversation. And I think we should really see really good. So we covered Tom Hanks is awesome. Melissa likes Pearl Jam. Melissa likes Pearl Jam. <laughs> Movie stars and kids on the internet. Yeah. Thanks, Melissa. Bit. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. I like it. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Please feel free to find us on our Instagram page at thehappysoul.podcast and share with us your biggest takeaway from today's episode. We can't wait to see you again next time on The Happy Soul Podcast. With love, Sammy and Melissa.